Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. Our co-host today, Dave Anderson. And our producer, William Jeffries. And today, we'll be talking about managing and deleting your dead code once and for all. It's coming to get you. Oh, yeah. Because it's zombies. It, <laughs> the zombies. It's they live. Ri- yeah. <laughs> they rise up, they die, and they rise up, and they wreak havoc on your code base. We'll talk about some reasons why you should attack your dead code with uh, vengeance and some tools that you can use to find the dead code that is living in your code base to get rid of it. What is dead code? All right. What is dead code? Dead code is pretty much a deprecated code that could exist in your code base and you realize you're not using it anymore. It could be a component in React that seems like no one's find use of it or a particular function that no longer is relevant. Or maybe you don't even know that it's dead. That's the thing. But like, you don't know that it's dead, but like, in essence, <laughs> it is dead because it's not being used. That's the problem. You could look at it and be like, it's a whole fully featured class. And it's like, this looks very important. Yeah, but it's actually, it hasn't been used in years. Yeah. It's just like a perfectly preserved corpse. Like a three-year-old cheeseburger from McDonald's. <laughs> Pristine-looking cheeseburger, mind I you. I mean, that is true. The code will not change much like a cheeseburger. It'll just stay there. <laughs> yeah, it's just a memory of a different time, you know. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, whenever I'm trying to understand a code base, I feel like sometimes you'll run into dead code and it adds a lot of complexity to understanding what's going on where there might be like features that were half-baked it's like okay we're gonna need this we gotta have this ability Mm -hmm. and then or you'll be like oh it totally calls out to that third-party microservice but actually there's a class that wraps the third-party microservice and then that class is never invoked (laughs) right (laughs) it's like yeah yeah, this is a killer feature everybody's gonna want it and then Nobody wanted it. Or there was something that was more important and then he just never finished it. Right. So the first step of getting rid of dead code is to not write the code like Yagni, as you mentioned, right? This feature is supposed to have all these cool things. And we need to find out whether we're actually going to need it or not. Yeah, not, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, like it could be that the piece of work that they were carving off for themselves wasn't like a fully baked user value it wasn't a user story right so no one could use it and so it just sat there and and it couldn't be leveraged and nothing called it what if i really like the code that i wrote and it's not that to me i like it and i want it to exist in the code base forever (laughs) well that's creepy (laughs) (laughs) and I mean, everybody's using source control, right? We're using Git. Hopefully, yes, we use Git for sure. So we can then refer to it at a later time. You know, do a couple, what is it? Just go to Git log, no line or one line and see the particular work and then be able to see it from there. Yeah, yeah. There's some things I, I could see like getting a little bit challenging with that, like digging through the history to try and find what the file might have contained especially if you're like refactoring a lot and like Mm -hmm. moving where stuff is yeah i feel like that could be like a little bit of whack-a-mole and that could be like why people might be a little afraid to like delete something 
But then by that extension, you're probably also afraid to like make any drastic changes to your code at all, like doing refactoring and restructuring things in a way that makes them easier to understand. Yeah, because it could, I mean, having to go back to your source code to see that piece of code and then try to do the refactor would can cause some confusion, especially if another person is trying to do this refactor of code that someone else wrote without the context as to why they wrote it in the first place. I imagine it'll be really time-consuming to go and fix some of that code. So if the person responsible for writing that code had deleted it, then the next engineer, future engineers would thank you because then they would have never had to see that code in the first place. I think one thing that I imagine is that if you have dead code and it was tested well, but it's not being used, then your testing suite is spending a lot of time running this code that no one is using or that is deprecated and no longer needed anymore. So your test suite can actually just be a lot faster if you remove the implementation and those tests associated to it. Mm. And that feels double good. If you can delete both those things, then your PR gets like double negative. It's a ton of lines. red. Yeah, it's a ton of those PRs feel so good when you guys got a ton of red deleted all this code. Yes. Yeah, I remember, great. I remember like a colleague of ours was working on a client where they would give away little tiny plastic dinosaurs for every <laughs> I think it was like thousand yeah. lines of code that was deleted. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was like something smaller. I want to say it's a thousand lines. Yeah, I think it was it took a lot. Yeah. Which I mean you can do that. I can delete a thousand lines of code. <laughs> I mean, I, I can delete a thousand lines of code. I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> right. I'll get it for the dinos. Yes. Yeah. Which the lines? Yeah, Does exactly. it matter? Right. Can I remove the no modules? Is that count? <laughs> oh. That'll get you a lot of dinosaurs. Wow. It's like cheating, though. You can't, yeah. you can't get dinosaurs if there's no modules. Yeah, maybe incentivize actually deleting code in your team. I imagine that's probably why they did it, so that they ensured that the code that existed in the code base was code that was being used. Mm-hmm. And every time you got a chance to chop it up, then uh, you were rewarded for that. And I think that's probably a really good incentive to allow your engineers to explore more efficient ways of building things so they can delete that code later on. Yeah. And I think, yeah, if you delete code, then that's less code you may need to compile which will probably be a faster build, a smaller build, especially if you delete. I think, William, you mentioned before, if you had something that wrapped a microservice that gets called but then never gets called or a third-party library, imagine importing that in JavaScript. That no module package will probably be massive if you never called it. If you actually delete it and then you delete the package from your package.json, then you would actually save a lot of lines of code. I didn't think about that. But yeah, if you have a dependency that's not used, that is dead code. Yeah. Yeah. This is what makes branch shaking so beautiful is that even if your third-party library is used, it's probably only partially used. So there's probably dead library code. Right. And that stuff like can get really massive really quick. Right. You bring in jQuery and then you use like one feature. Lodash and you just use map. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of wild. But Lodash can be massive and like well, massive in the sense that it's much bigger than using map. Right. I think it's probably like 16 kilobytes or something crazy like that. But if you just use the one function from that library, then you don't need to import the whole thing. 
Shake your branches. Shake your branches. That's good for you. Dave, you mentioned before you've often would read code and try to understand and analyze what some of the code is doing and may find dead code in the midst because you have fresh brand new eyes to see the dead lurking around in the code I base. I see dead code. <laughs> but what if you've been in the code base for six to eight months and suddenly you're looking through the code base and may not see with the very same eyes you had six to eight months ago and you can't see the dead. Are there any uh, analysis that we can use to identify the code? I mean, so you got static analysis and you got dynamic analysis. So what's the difference between the two? So dynamic analysis is more thorough but more complicated. Static analysis is easy. You run a static analyzing tool on your code base, something like... I think Go Tools for Go is a static analysis tool. It's easier with compiled languages mm. or uh, strongly typed languages. Got it. Because you can make more assumptions about what code is and is not being used. And right. then, you know, like an editor plugin, you can highlight in your editor code that is never called. Dynamic analysis is more complicated. You have to instrument the code itself and then run the code and see which lines get called. It's like if you use... Uh, test coverage tool mm, okay. and it tells you which lines of code were called during your tests except you put traffic on your code base while it's instrumented and then it tells you which lines of code are not being executed when it's actually running so that means that it's going to actually somehow modify the code that's running so that it'll have some extra instrumentation on it yeah i've only ever looked into one instrumenter and the way that it worked was it appended a function call to the end of every line. So at the end of every line, it would just add like a semicolon and then this function call. And uh -huh. that function call would, you know, tell it the line number for that particular line. And then that generated a report, like a, a map. And then using some kind of visualizer tool, like an editor plugin, you could show in the code base or it could generate reports in mm. HTML. I see. So like you can have it line by line tell you exactly what code is not even the cyclomatic dependency or like an if statement. Could you see like which one is not being called ever? So if you're doing this in production, so like Scythe is a production dynamic analysis tool. And then while your code is running in production, the instrumenter is detecting which lines are getting called and which lines are not. So it could be that you have it, you know, an if else and the else is technically reachable, but for whatever reason in production, nobody ever reaches it, mm. in which case maybe mm -hmm. you can delete it. Like there's like a really aggressive guard clause or something like yeah. that. I was looking at some code actually earlier today and the method signature said it could return an error because this is Go. Looking at Go code, you have to return <laughs> errors as if they were regular things <laughs> which is a different topic i guess but like so the method signature said it could return the thing you want or it could return an error but it never returned an error so mm. every single place that this was called which was many places we had to handle the error mm. even though and it would never return the even error. though it never returned the error so good dead code oh man Talk get it. rid of it Deleted chop it, it up <laughs> delete it out of here yeah like besides like more in-depth like dynamic or static analysis tools 
like using your IDE can be pretty helpful too for finding dead code if it has like a stack analysis in it or if you can like find usages of a method and often it's pretty good where you can you know see where that implementation is actually being called or where that like class is getting instantiated yeah and then you don't have to worry about that extra performance overhead that comes with having static analysis done in production although i mean i think there's a strong case to be made that it's worth it yeah totally i mean if your code base is like out of control and you just need to figure it out like you just can't wrap your head around it it sounds like a good option i mean i guess you could also put it in uat Mm, that's true or put it in another environment and then replay production traffic on that second environment Mm. yeah because that way you can then see it in a safe place rather than having it in actual production yeah that's a lot of work though you know i got time for that (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i think i mentioned before about a particular way of handling dead code is to yagni right like you ain't gonna need it so don't write it unless you have to but i recently ran into the language no code where no Mm -hmm. code is the code that you write and i think if you write no code then you never have dead code to support in the first place which is really really interesting stuff it's kind of like a zen buddhist kind of attitude (laughs) towards it yeah exactly there's no dead code if there's no code at all yeah, yeah there it's you like go. sort of desire, desire being the root of all suffering. It's code. Mm, very wise. <laughs> you got the thinking emoji on that Move one. All code. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that code is definitely something that we all have to face at some point in time when we're handling code bases. But we should definitely try and take them out as fast as possible before they get to production traffic and it's crazy. Yeah, but you don't need to like use a chainsaw. Like you'd use like some trimming shears and like just like clip off the dead twigs. Like a bonsai tree. Yeah. You get a small little (laughs) scissor that you cut it up. uh, Yeah, like if you're working on something and you see that it's not being used, then, you know, be brave. But I don't want to hurt the original developer's feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. You got to let go of the code. Don't be like me and right. have it forever. It's not, it's not cool. I was joking. What if we need it later? No, we'll write it better. That's the way to do it. You will be much better than the time you first wrote that code. Mm. It'll be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Trust, so delete it. Or at least keep it in a notepad somewhere else out the code base. That's, oh, that's the way to do it. Yeah, like, is it like that genius of code? Like, are you like solving the most? You should frame intense it. Problems? Put it up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> right, print it, print it off. Just use a piece of paper. Oh man, eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. <laughs> Get a frame from IKEA. Just print it off. Put it on the wall, mm. but then delete it from the code base. Yes, yes. <laughs> do whatever you got to do, but you got to get it out the code base. You got to hire a Dutch master <laughs> and have it done up in oil. There you oil go. painting. Oh, there you wow. go. Oil painting. That would be tough. This guy arts. That'll be real <laughs> that tough. guy arts. But you got to get rid of that code. Future you will thank you. Future engineers who are looking at the code base will thank you. Everybody will thank you. Actually, you know, it'll probably be totally thankless. No one will even know. <laughs> Just they wouldn't even know. Exactly. So on second thought, nobody's going to know. Here it is. The future people will have less headaches because of you. 
So you should do it. You can thank you. You yeah, can thank you can, yourself. Yeah. Delete that dead code and be like, yeah, I did that. Uh, and then, you know, slam your laptop down and walk away. Give yourself a pink dinosaur. There you go. <laughs> you buy all the dinosaurs <laughs> and every line you delete, you give yourself a dinosaur. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes, people. Let's get rid of that dead code once and for all. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole.